Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded tourist, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome to Spirit Scoop, episode three. With this episode, there's a little bit of a pre-warning that this story is a bit creepy that I'm about to share, and it's a real-life, say, ghost story. Um, So I I understand that this episode might not be for everybody, but I did want to give a pre-warning that it is slightly creepy, and it might not sit well, well with everybody. There was also a point where I was coughing a lot, and when I was editing this, I was editing out a lot of coughing. And I am working through some throat chakra things as my podcast evolves. Like I find that I'm shedding layers on my throat chakra, which does include a lot of coughing. But there was one point where I was coughing right before I was about to cough. I heard a man's cough. And as I was just about to cut that out, I I I rewinded it. And I was like, that is not my cough. Who is that? And I'm not sure if it's going to be that noticeable in the video or in the podcast. I kept it in just because I felt like I I should keep it in. But I'm not sure if it's going to be obvious to other people. But for me, I was like, that is not my sound. That is not my cough. That is not the sounds I make. Like this sounds like an older, like an older man. And he coughed first and then I coughed right after him. I did decide to keep it. But there was a lot of other coughing that I did edit out. So I would be interested in if anybody else can pick up on that different energy um, or if you notice it as well. I would be interested if you wanted to reach out to me on social media and let me know if if you also heard it. But today I'm going to be diving into a little bit of my dreams. So I had very, very strong, wild, crazy dreams after my spiritual awakening. You know, I was at the age where... You were, I was sleeping a lot, sleeping until 11 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m., and all you wanted to do was just sleep. Or was that just me? <laughs> I loved sleeping because I think I loved dreaming. And it's like, when I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming, and I love dreaming. Dreaming was so fun to me. I will tell you about this one particular dream that stands out for me. I, I really learned boundaries with spirit really early on, thankfully, because it's really helped me. It's super important when working with spirit or when talking to spirit or just having your own boundaries. Like if you feel spirit in your house or you have people coming to you in your dreams, it's really important to know boundaries. Like what you can make the rules, like whatever you, whatever rules that you make, those are the rules and spirit will listen to those. 
You can make up any rules that you want, and you could also tell spirit to leave you alone, to go, they're not welcomed, and send them out of your place. I know a lot of people, they get waken up in the middle of the night by spirit, and spirit, because I feel like spirit can connect with you best when you're in that, like, sleep state, when you're laying there, and it's easier to get messages through, because you're not busy, you're not working, you're not cooking, you're not doing the dishes, you're in that, like, calm, sleeping environment. So spirit often does visit us at our bedside, but just know that you have the power to tell them no and they can leave and not bother you. So it's really important to set boundaries early on. And it's also not too late to set boundaries. So you could set them tonight, you could set them tomorrow, like if that if this is something that you experience as well. For myself, this one story that I want to talk about, of course I was home alone, my dad was out of town, I had my dog there, my chihuahua for protection, of course. I was really big into lucid dreaming. And lucid dreaming is when you're in a dream, you know you're dreaming. And you get to that point where you're like, oh, I know I'm dreaming. What do I want to do? It's like it's like a playground. Like I can I can fly. I can do this. I can do that. Who do I want to see in my dream? And you can almost like go anywhere you want. And you can control your dream. So I was doing that a lot. But I also had a lot of scary dreams like I grew up loving horror movies I thought that's why I had a lot of scary dreams but there was a point where I learned how to exit a dream in a scary dream when I'm scared or I'm hiding from somebody that's chasing me in the dream I know I'm dreaming and I know I want to get out so I would automatically start smacking my face with two hands as long as it took for me to actually wake myself up in real life And I don't know if I would actually end up hitting myself like while I'm sleeping, but I did wake up from that, which was interesting. So I got really good at doing that. So that's convenient to know going into my story. So one evening, yes, I was home alone. I was having a scary dream and I do what I, and I did what I always do. I woke myself up out of the scary dream. And as soon as I did that, I woke up instantly. I saw a scary, like, face in the corner of my bedroom it was like the size of my hand so it was pretty small it was gray it had a pointy nose and it was super creepy looking and it's pitch black of course because I was sleeping my lights are off and I'm just seeing this like gray face in the corner of my bedroom at the same time as I noticed or moments before I noticed the face can't remember if it was like right before I saw the face or it was at the same time but my whole arm was like vibrating my whole arm was tingling and I kind of like moved my hand my arm up to look at it and I was like what the heck it's like vibrating and then I saw the creepy face and you know that feeling when you feel like someone's just watching you it was that feeling I felt like that the whole night but as soon as I got up I I jumped up and I turned the lights on and I couldn't sleep and I had to work early that morning at like 9 8 a.m or 9 a.m I was like annoyed because I was like, I really need to go to sleep because I'm working tomorrow morning, but I had to have the lights on. But even with the lights on, I I felt like that somebody was there, like spirit was there. Somebody's looking at me the whole time. And it was super, such a creepy feeling. So fast forward for when I went to work that day. So I went to work that day and I told my girlfriend that was working with me, my coworker, we were working at this kid's party place. I told her what happened with the dream that the, the, my arm was vibrating and I saw this creepy face and I told her and she kind of didn't say much 
And then I was worried about it. I brought it up again. I think I brought it up a couple times. And and then eventually she told me, (laughs) she's like, I didn't want to scare you, but like, that's what, that's what, what it feels like when spirit comes out of your body. And I was like, my jaw just dropped. I'm like, what do you mean? It was inside me. What? What? And I was just, my mind was blown. I was like, that is so creepy. And then she's like, yeah, I didn't want to scare you. And I'm like, freaking out right now. As soon as she told me that, I called my boyfriend at the time. I told him, my dad's away. Um, I'm coming over right after work. Like, I'm sleeping at your place tonight. I am not sleeping at my house alone. No way. So I got off work at like four o'clock that day. And I just had to go home. I had to pack my bags, grab my dog, and then just drive to my boyfriend's place. But when I got home, I was like, I really need to shower. I really need to shower, wash my hair. But I really didn't want to be at my house for too long. I was at my house for about like an hour. I literally was like panicking and rushing because I just didn't want to be there. So I showered, washed my hair, packed my bags. And between the time I got there and the time I left, I had to start writing down notes on my phone or a piece of paper of all of these weird things that happened. Within the whole hour I was there, there was like a picture that fell on that, a picture that fell that's been on this same shelf for what 10 years and it's never fallen and then there was like ping pong balls in this kitchen sink and I'm like where the heck did these these even come from there was like a random shoe and there was just like all these really random things that happened it's like I'm trying to think of the the ping pong balls and and the things falling off the shelves were the main things that were coming were standing out to me that I remember but there was just so many little 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 things and I was freaked the heck out And I got out of there so fast and I hopped in my car, started driving to my boyfriend's place. And it was like, I just didn't want to be there. And plus, I didn't want to be alone either. So I went to his place. It was nighttime. So it was dark. We had the the the, the lights off and we're watching a movie in his bedroom. And then I had a sudden craving for like some mini eggs with some snacks. And I sent him out to the store to get some snacks. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait here thinking I'm totally safe and alone. And yeah, so he left and I was just us in the place. And at this point, it's just me. I'm waiting for him to go grab some snacks. And as I'm watching, like literally like two minutes after he left, something fell on his counter. And I was like, you are joking with me. (laughs) Like what? And I was like, oh my gosh, something is following me. I was like, wow, it doesn't matter where I go. Something is following me. So I think I called my friend and I told her and she told me that you have to tell the spirit to go away. But you have to be firm about it. You have to be serious about it. And you got to lay down your boundaries. So I did what she told. I said, I told the spirit, you have to leave. You have to go. You're not welcome here. You have to stop following me. Since I said that, nothing else has happened. It was such a powerful moment where I was like, oh, all I have to do is tell them no. That's crazy. So interesting of like the things that you don't know, but that it's easier than you think. For that moment, I didn't have anything anything creepy happen, anything bad happen. And but yeah, I just had to lay down the boundaries. You know, like I still talk to my mom and spirit, I still connect with her. But it's just it's different. I, I feel like that was more like an earthbound spirit or something. But I didn't get the feeling of love and light. Working with spirit now, I have such strong boundaries. But I, I've always had strong boundaries, actually, from this moment. And still to this day where 
sometimes like I don't really get interrupted too much by spirit. Like I'm not just at the grocery store and then like somebody mom, somebody's mom pops in and wants me to give a message to somebody at the grocery store. Like I don't really have those situations happening to me, but I think it's just because I've always had such strong boundaries and walls from this experience. Now it's like in my readings, you know, it's like I only, only welcome in those from who come from the light those who come from God's energy, those that come from love. And it doesn't even cross my mind to ever look into anything that's not that. But this might be a helpful story for those people who, who've had something like this happen or who have spiritual experiences, but they just don't feel good. Like you could definitely tell the, the differences between like somebody like your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, like you can tell the difference when they their energy is there and it's like and then there's like an, another different energy. You could tell the feeling. So if you ever get a feeling of like it does nothing, something doesn't feel right or if things start falling off your counters and you're like and say it freaks you out and you don't like it, you can put up your you can tell spirit. You have to stop doing that. You can't wake me up in the middle of the night. You can't be turning the lights on. You can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. And there's some things where Nowadays, when those things happen, it doesn't freak me out. I actually welcome it. I like it. It's like a little hello from heaven. But it's also like, I know it's coming. I know it's just an ancestor, a guide or my mom. But I do have boundaries because I do tell them that to not freak out my boyfriend. (laughs) Because like if something falls in the middle of the night, he kind of gets like a little bit like, um, what was that? But he's been a lot better. So if something happens, because um, it happens all the time now, but it's just different. It's it's like, it's just like my, my, my loved ones, my spirit team letting me know that they're here. But nowadays, if that happens, he, he'll just say, what was that? And I'll just be like, oh, it was the spirit. That was a ghost. That was just my mom. My mom's just saying hi. And he's just more used to it now. But at first, it really freaked him out. So I would have to give boundaries and tell spirit, you know, when he's not home, then you can kind of, you can do that stuff. But when he's home, just we're not we're not going to try to scare him. <laughs> also, if you want to protect yourself, I did have somebody reach out to me recently that somebody was dealing with not so good energy, and my recommendations with her were: I think there's a lot of little things that you can do, like you can sage your home. Just make sure you open up all your windows, so when you're saging your house, all the the energy that you don't want anymore actually has a way to leave your house but if you don't open the windows it's like the energy just kind of stays around and goes in circles so opening up a window when you sage is very important also when you're saging you want to be speaking an intention so you would be saying something for example I am clearing out any negative energy any unwanted energy that doesn't belong here I'm clearing it out and I'm replacing it with light and love and abundance you can just replace it with any, and you can say anything that you want that you want to replace it with positivity, love. And there's also some protection crystals that you can get. So there's like black tourmaline. There is what's the other one called? So another crystal for grounding is obsidian, onyx, smoky quartz, red jasper, and yes, black tourmaline. And also there's you could use selenite, which is a clearing crystal. So you could also go around your house with like a clearing wand, like a selenite wand and do an extra clearing after saging. But boundaries is very important. Just express what you what, what's accepted and what's not accepted. A great way is I would 
I would get a piece of jewelry that has one of those grounding crystals. <coughs> Sorry, I have a big tickle in my throat. I would get a piece of jewelry personally and just get uh, a protection crystal or a clearing crystal. Yeah, more a protection crystal, I think, on a piece of jewelry, like a necklace. So you have it on you at all times or keep it close to your bed. Um, both of those work, whichever you prefer. But yeah, that was a little bit about the time that I was followed by spirit. So this story wasn't to scare you or to scare anybody. It was to really get the point across of how important boundaries are in your life. And just knowing that you get to choose how you work with spirit or how you feel spirit. Or for example, if you feel like you're really intuitive and you feel that you can sense spirit, you don't have to work with spirit to be intuitive or be sensitive to spirit energy. Like some people, you know, you might be able to see spirit, but you might not want to see spirit. It might freak you out. So just knowing that you can control and set boundaries on how you want to perceive spirit. If you see spirit and you don't like it, you can put up a wall and tell them like you do not want to see spirit anymore. However you want to work it out, but you can decide what you what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. So that just knowing that of how much power that you hold is super important. Remembering you're always in control and you can set boundaries anytime. But I'm I'm really grateful that I learned boundaries with spirit way before I even started working with spirit. I'm hoping you guys took something from that story, some tools and tricks that you can use in your own life if you need to, or if you have a friend that experiences something like this, some, hopefully you can share some helpful tips with them. So feel free to follow me on Instagram, that's Soul Connections with Michelle. There is a link on my Instagram to all my offerings. I do distance and in-person Reiki. I do card readings and I also do mediumship readings. Feel free to reach out, send me an email, check out my website, join the newsletter. So I look forward to seeing everybody in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.